This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You've never watched a Rams game in your life before And you don't know what a fourth down is or how a team scores You don't have to be an expert for enjoyment to occur If you need a team to root for, that's what we're here for It's not a car, it's not a bus Hop on board, you're safe with us Welcome to the bandwagon He's Larry and I'm Kevin Welcome to the bandwagon We should, maybe we should just pack it in. Maybe we just nope. go home at this point. Nope. nope. <laughs> Unacceptable. Do we need? You know what we should do is we should have a breathing exercise right now. We should just have a. Yeah. Technological difficulties can be very stressful. Yeah. yeah and they folks, affect all we have of us. Some, uh, equipment malfunction and and not the kind uh, that I had on my wedding night. Thank you. Hi yo. Ching. Oh boy. We're I, moving I mean, past it. You know, the thing is, like, people people listen to this podcast, they didn't experience any of the troubles that we just had. No. So it, it almost seems pointless to bring it up. But you need to know where we're coming from. We're coming from a place of we're doing everything right and it's not working. And we got the IT guy in here clicking all the right buttons for us, but nothing's doing it. And he's a great yeah. IT guy. He is wonderful at his he's job. Good. And yet yeah. we just could not find the solution. And here we and are. He went. And he went deep into the bowels of a computer to crank the volume up on a, in an area that I didn't even know existed. Um, know there was a volume knob there. Why he's an IT guy. So uh, the answer to the the question, uh, what was wrong with the equipment was, Need to turn the volume up, and and that shouldn't have been a thing, but it was, yeah. and yes. here we are. Um, so. At least in terms of how we're starting today, uh, we're we're a little bit testy, and yeah. <laughs> it was it was podcast us interrupt us today, which honestly mm. is kind of the theme of the episode. Weirdly worked out well. 
Weirdly worked yeah. out well. Yes. So yeah. we're going to see how much we can get on one another's nerves. We're going to interrupt <laughs> each other as much as possible to see who can make the other one explode first. And yes, nope. in, in what, what did you not, say? What was the what was it. the fancy that's word you it. just used? Podcast interruptus. That Podcast was podcastus interruptus. That's the Latin term for what we're going through here, <laughs> Kevin. Yeah. Well, we, no. this is this is welcome to the bandwagon. I am Kevin Schatz. That is Larry Morgan. We are a Rams mm-hmm. fan podcast. We're wearing our Rams mm-hmm. gear. And yep. if you are a regular listener, then you would know that we actually alluded to this whole interrupting thing in uh, in in a Monday's episode, where yes. we had. I, I can let you kind of take it from there, but we had, we had talked about the idea of games getting interrupted, and that's so that's what brings us to where we are today. Right, because uh, before the Rams uh, Cardinals game started on Sunday, there was a quite exciting uh, ending to. The Niners uh, Philadelphia game. Which, Niners Browns, Cleveland Browns. Niners, Niners Browns. Browns. I'm sorry, I, I yep. forgot. I, I I forget which. Uh, there was there were two undefeated teams that lost exactly. on Sunday. Uh, the, Eagles uh, the, were the other one. Eagles lost to the Jets, and it was Niners Browns. And uh, Browns uh, were making a play for a big upset, and it was coming down the last two minutes. And uh, somebody, Greg Gumble, whoever it was, came on and said. <laughs> <laughs> or, or whoever the host of the Fox show is, I forget, um, yeah. uh, said, uh, we apologize, but uh, we're going to have to go on to. And, and, and there's a reason for that. There are some very, in my mind, like, like completely arbitrary rules that the NFL has for, for TV broadcasts. One, with how many games you can actually see on a Sunday based upon whether your local team is playing or not. And two, what the decision is to move away from a game that still hasn't concluded before another game starts. And all of this is based on a random event that happened in 1968. <laughs> it's literally... A, a all, rammed, was this a, a random event? Is that what you said? It was a random event that had uh, nothing to do with the Rams. But, yeah, okay, uh, got it. So, and Kevin and I were talking about how, you know, Rams Cardinals, they were about to kick off, but as yeah. Rams fans, we wouldn't have minded seeing the end of that other game. And yeah, since... There's like a uh, minute neither, 20 left. It was... Uh, the Niners had the ball. They were down by by three or something. I forget what they were down wow. by. They, it was feasible that they could pull off a, a somewhat they miraculous comeback. comeback. Yeah. Right. And, and I, would, uh, I would have loved to watch that and then and then come into the Rams game late. I wouldn't have minded that. Right. Yeah. And since we're much too cheap to pay for NFL Sunday ticket and yes. uh, didn't want to sit around and wait for the NFL Red Zone to cover it, yeah. we, we started watching our, our Rams-Cardinals game, which was fine. So it yeah. just got me thinking of a couple of different things, which is I, I, I was alive. I was a very small child, very tiny child. I might have still been in the womb. I may have actually just been a sperm. But in 1968, the infamous Heidi game or Heidi Bowl, as it is sometimes re- referred, yeah. it changed everything. I mean, it was it's all been a domino effect, but it's kind of changed how we are shown NFL games on our regular uh, broadcast stations on especially on Sundays and it got me thinking to do a little deep dive into this one what are the NFL rules about what games we get to see on Sundays and Kevin it's even more complicated than I thought and I'm of going course it is. 
Now, I know that as as the producer of this podcast, because you are responsible for how the podcast ultimately sounds and how it's edited and that sort of thing, and you can often, yes. you know, insert things that I never said, and yes. you can take out things that I did say. That and I do it all really the time. Smart. Yes, constantly. Yes. And uh, <laughs> you, you know, you make me. You make it oh. sound like I lose every quiz. Oh, is that why you sound dumb? I see what you're saying. You're saying that I am somehow contributing to the to the lack of intelligence that comes through on the mic every time. No, I don't touch a thing. Remember, I'm I'm retracting my last statement. You insert wrong answers in places where I've said obviously the right answer, and then you put a buzzer sound effect. But I just, I it's a a peek behind the curtain. That is a wrong buzzer for what you just for the statement that you just made. That was an inaccurate statement. Yes. (laughs) So I'm just going to try and get through this quickly, and if you need to. In post production, like fade me out and uh, put the I don't know you know put white noise or the, the sound of a babbling brook over me <laughs> in, in case. <laughs> so basically, the NFL rules have prohibited other NFL games from being shown on local TV stations when while a local team is playing a sold out locally televised home game. When the home team is being shown on the network with the NFL single game, the double header station can only air one of its games. And when this happens, there are only two games shown in the market. However, when the home team is being shown on the network with the NFL doubleheader, Uh all three of those games can still air in the same market. And it was designed to encourage ticket holders to actually show up at the stadium instead of watching a different game on television because their priority is to get people in the stands. As it turns out at SoFi Stadium, it doesn't matter which team they're rooting for, yeah. apparently. Yeah, they, yeah bad, that's the part. Too bad there's no rule about that. Yeah. So some yes. exceptions are granted to this rule. Uh, typically, when one of the two Sunday game networks has a 1 p.m. or a 4.30 p.m. live non-NFL event, such as golf, tennis, baseball, or drag racing. Um, wow. So let's not, now, into, let's not get into our thoughts on drag racing. I, 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 we're talking about car racing, not the other kind of drag racing. I think you're yes, thinking yes. of... Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, that would have been all uh, thumbs up, by the way. That would yeah, that think, that is that is my other podcast, by the way. Yes. Everybody supports that. Absolutely. Uh, RuPaul, uh, you're a hero. Uh, look, since 2014, this rule has not applied in week 17 when both CBS and Fox have the double header just to make it confusing. So all markets receive four games in week 17. So that really, and by the way, why not wait wait until week 17 so that we can see two completely losing teams play each other. Completely irrelevant uh, matchups, yeah. Now, then that leads to how do they make a decision about when to switch away from a game? And it depends on what team you're watching and and, and if it's a local game and if you're in that market. So during the afternoon games, CBS and Fox may switch a market's game to a more competitive one mid-game, particularly when a game has become really one-sided. And for this to occur, one team must be ahead by at least eight points in the second half yes there is wow there is a threshold now this is all based upon the 1968 heidi game incident on nbc that a primary media market must show its local team's game in its entirety and secondary markets usually follow suit for away games also for home games secondary markets or any other where the team's popularity stands out may request a constant feed of that game and in that case will not be switched got it now if the local team is scheduled for the late game of the doubleheader it has importance over an earlier game if 
the 4.25 p.m. And by the way, we're talking Eastern time on these, I believe. And the early game is ongoing. The primary affiliate of all games and secondary affiliates of road games are required to cut off the early game and switch to the start of the local team's game, which is what we experienced on Sunday with the Rams-Cardinals game starting. Additional affiliates, including secondary affiliates for home games, may also request to pull out of an early game for a nearby team's late start, which is very common oh. in Texas because in Texas, many affiliates, which are not considered a secondary market by the NFL still switch out early games in order to get to the start of a 425 Cowboys game because Cowboys fans are ridiculous. Uh, And when a local team plays the early game of a doubleheader, that game holds importance over any other local late game. And if the local team's early game runs beyond 425 p.m., the primary and secondary markets stay on until completion and the late game is joined in progress. Then it goes to the replay booth and they have to look at it in New York. Wait, (laughs) wait. That's, the red, right. that's when the red flag gets thrown out. Yeah, um, you could have. I think. I think the big thing that you're, you could have had a PowerPoint presentation. I think that would have helped significantly. I just want to start there. Oh, oh um, are you not seeing that? I'm oh, sorry, Kevin. Did, you forgot to do oh, the share shoot. screen. Oh, again, I didn't share you? my screen. I didn't share my screen. I'm sorry, Maybe we Kevin. Start I, from the top, then let's just yeah, do let it all start from the top. Again. All right. So <laughs> now, when uh, the NFL rules have traditionally prohibited other NFL games from being. Ah. Oh, you. Were <laughs> I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, so now I, the Heidi game is a 1968 game between the Oakland Raiders and the Jets. Okay. The Oakland ended up scoring two touchdowns in the final minute to win the game 43-32. However, NBC, who was carrying the game at the time, decided to break away from its coverage to broadcast the television film Heidi. Yes. Which caused many viewers to miss the Raiders comeback because of just sheer communication. And by the way, this was at a time where the only way there was a way to talk was over the phone. And as they had been spending all this time during the Jets Raiders game, promoting big uh, debut of the television movie, the beloved classic, a Heidi premiering 7 PM tonight. So NBC switchboards were jammed, by people watching the game going, hey, you're going to show the whole game, right? (laughs) And they got so many calls, it fused the lines in the switchboard. So there was a miscommunication from NBC about whether they were supposed to actually change over to the TV movie or not. And a whole bunch of people missed the end of the game with Oakland winning and viewers, of course, were outraged and you know at some point in this exciting ending to an nfl game sweeping music 
the uh, hills of the gorgeous Alpine hills of Germany or whatever. And then the uh, the touching family story of Heidi begins at the uh, at the end of that game. Uh, well, just to clarify, as, though, as, it, it, as, it sounds yes. like Raiders fans were the ones that were the most upset. So are we really that like sad about the outcome there? You know, no, like ugh. Raiders fans actually got to watch the end of the game. It oh, was mostly Jets fans who had no idea what happened. Oh, they were left and, like, what did my team win or lose? What happened? OK, gotcha. And, Mm-hmm. No sports center. They had to get up <laughs> or watch their the local newspaper. news that night. Yeah. Listen to late night radio, maybe. Now, wow. by the way, um, uh, he- Heidi, no matter what, ended up being the highest viewed television program of the week. They got okay. They, got like they a, won. Reg- Heidi is the real winner here, is what you're saying. A, a yes. Forty-seven share. Heidi is always the always. big winner. Always I believe winner. that. I believe that story has a happy ending too. So you know, it, it's now it got <laughs> yes, me thinking. It are are there other you know, like major interruptions of games that outraged uh, viewers. And because yeah. of these rules, there have been a lot of annoying switches and annoying changeovers from missing exciting games to, to local games, but nothing like the Heidi game. But I did find this list of interruptions, which I, I found it. fascinating because maybe you even have heard of or remember some of these in recent history, like the, the sprinkler game of 2012 when when Miami yeah do you remember this Miami and Seattle in they were in Miami I believe uh Seahawks and Dolphins and the sprinklers would off in the the middle of the game (laughs) hilarious I remember that and like like how simple is it to make sure that your sprinklers don't turn on does not seem like that difficult a job that is fantastic yeah I mean is it you know if if for instance, if there is a power outage at my house, I always forget to reset everything. <laughs> yeah. So sprinklers, sprinklers are suddenly going off at noon, and I'm like, "Well, I thought that was supposed to be any." Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, and then there was very the similar notorious- to what happened to your computer today. By the way, <laughs> same thing. Yeah. An update is totally messed up. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Corporate update in the middle of the night that suddenly decided, "Hey, we're going to make it hard for you to do anything, anything. on this computer as, as long as it protects our security." I understand. Yeah. Uh, how about the snowplow game of 1982? You're, have you heard about this one? I know you were. I don't, uh, think, so. I was, uh, I don't it, think I existed at that point. I'll tell you right now. I was yeah, not. I was I, not an existent human being. That was not the point for you to point out how much younger you are. <laughs> I asked if you had heard of it, not remember. Oh, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm significantly younger <clears throat> than you. Yes, that's right. That is. Yeah, that that's is right. <laughs> uh, it, it was New England. Versus Miami at, uh, I guess it was in Foxborough at the time, where uh, it was snowing so badly that they officials were allowing a snowplow operator to come on and clear the field because they literally couldn't see anything. So like every, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes, they'd come out. Well, apparently, uh, right toward the end of the game, uh, there was some question about his <laughs> how he cleared the part of the field that was supposed to be for the field goal kicker to kick a game-winning field goal, I believe, if I remember okay. this correctly, and and did it to New England's advantage. Oh and, uh, and, and so it, it just adds to the lore of uh, the Patriots being a bunch of cheetahs, yeah, a bunch of, wick, bunch of wicked, che- wicked cheetahs. 
<laughs> it goes um, way back to 82 with the I wonder if that guy by the way that snowplow guy doubles as the Zamboni driver for the Bruins for the Boston Bruins cuz same same principle right drive this thing on the field and make it nicer but uh yeah home field yeah. advantage I mean how many uh, uh, there's got to just be one license for all <laughs> yeah, for all ice, all ice and snow vehicles right it's it like a, a And then there was a I know you remember this, a 2013 Super Bowl power outage. I remember that. In, that was 2013? In, in New Orleans, wow. yeah. I would have guessed was that was the, like uh, two or three years ago. That was 10 years ago already. That's wild. It was the Superdome, uh, Ravens, yep. Niners. The lights just went out. And it was a, a very common joke because uh, uh, the Superdome was a bit on the mature side and yeah. had been beat up over time. And, every, and, you know, they were saying maybe they didn't pay the bill, whatever. Yeah. It turned out yeah. to be a piece of equipment that malfunctioned that ironically was a, a piece of equipment that was designed specifically to prevent the thing that happened during, oh my during Amazing. the Super Bowl. <laughs> Amazing. If we had just done nothing, if we had done no preparation to prepare for it, everything would have gone smooth. It's because we tried so hard to make things not work, uh, to make right. things work well. Yes. And then, of course, uh, the classic interruptions in NFL games, countless dumbasses who, and streakers who have run onto the field oh, yeah. to either just to be seen, uh, which you aren't anymore, by the way, <laughs> because cameras no longer show you doing that dumb stuff. Never cut or, through it. You know, yep go out to propose on the 50 yard line and then you get your collarbone broken by like yep. some giant security guard who, who treats yep. you like a tackling dummy or uh, <laughs> uh, the yep. countless numbers of uh, dodo heads who have uh, run out on the games, uh, run out on the fields during games of all sporting events. Yes. So that's a, a little bit of, uh, of history on classic interruptions in the NFL. <sighs> well done, Larry. Great research. I, I, it's you know the hilarious thing is that a Super Bowl, for example, something that everyone wants to watch, and yet the power right. goes out and ruins everything. Why right. is it that shows like us get to remain recording it on the air and no one's interrupting it? This is the kind of thing that should get interrupted, and yet, uh, and yet here we are continuing to be able to talk on these microphones. Isn't it incredible <laughs> how the world works? Kevin, if you're saying that you want a streaker <laughs> on this show, closer, come on! I'm seeing, I am seeing chest hair. I'm seeing the chest Hold hair. On. Wow, you got you got some good chest hair, man. I'm yeah. jealous of you. Oh well, that well if now you, I'm even we, more jealous of you. you. Want, you, gotta, you want now to that see the underwear hair? <laughs> By the way, uh, full, still fully clothed, people. Still I just want to be very clear. Very Let's, clear. In case anyone from Odyssey at the top is listening, we've already we've already uh, smack talked their uh, their their security policy. We don't need their lawyers <laughs> yeah, to the, think that you're actually naked right now at work. No, or our maybe conversation. I do, maybe I, yeah. our, our conversation's yeah. already been flagged early on, so they're uh, <laughs> yes. they're definitely monitoring right now. So we better uh, wrap it up. In fact, we better actually plug the uh, incredibly proficient and exciting and beautifully laid out odyssey app which you can download to your yes. smartphone and yes. uh not only does it function perfectly it uh, definitely <laughs> will not give all of your personal information to china i can i can vouch for that completely uh, it gives you access 
to all your favorite radio stations, including the one that Kevin and I work on, uh, K-Earth 101, yes. uh, Jack FM, The Wave, K-Rock, as well as your favorite stations from uh, so many places across the country. Yes. Thousands of podcasts, including this one. It's free on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. And we will be back again Sunday. It is Rams. It is Steelers. Steelers. Uh, I have no take on how this game is going to go, except I, being the perennial Pollyanna podcasting is that we will come out uh, as a winner, uh, is is what I'm thinking. I that is my fingers are crossed. I'm hoping that the Steelers fans do not show up. I'm hoping for a Rams victory. I, yes, I, ha, I we know nothing about football other than uh, these two teams are going to play each other, and we are hoping that the one that we like the most wins. Yes, that's the way it usually goes for us. Um, yep. Hey, and Larry, in honor of your interrupting theme, I will, I will, I will attempt to close this out with a knock knock joke. Are you ready? A knock-knock joke. Yes, yes. It's been running through my head ever since you said the word interruptus. It's been running through my head. So, Larry Morgan, (laughs) knock-knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting cow. I got it. I did it. See, the cow is interrupting. It interrupted you. It said, moo. Yay. Play that theme song, Kevin. See you later. Good night, everyone. We're disconnected. I think uh, we did. I didn't hear the end of that. I don't know. I I interrupted it with the moo. Much like the the people who got stuck watching Heidi. I'll never know how that joke ended. I just. Uh, uh, Okay. That's a bummer. Welcome to the bandwagon.